Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend Fergan. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Gentlemen, we are here. It's Monday, 1 p.m. That means it's time for the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. How are you, folks? Good. You? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping Aaron would be like, terrible. I hate yeah. it. The weather is bad. The prices are up. Gas oh. is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, oh. gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is an electric car. <laughs> you know, you know, the old grumpy Aaron. Know, so grumpy. So so. grumpy. Yeah. Oh. oh, humbug. Yeah. Humbug. Eeyore over here. <laughs> I, um... I came in. I came in the um, the office today, and and I sat down over here for the podcast, and I noticed tiny mic. So I like a tiny mic. But what I've also noticed is we're just not we're just not being shy about about a rubber band anymore. I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> do you wanna? <laughs> oh no no, you can actually see. You might yep. be no no no. I think we were on somebody else for the open mic. Yeah. But it happened during the open mic where you can see the mic that was over Aaron. Yeah, yeah. It swung down. <laughs> and so, like, very quickly, we went in and swapped it out. Oh, change, change the paper clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paper clips and rubber bands and, and gum and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's that's what's holding down this podcast. If you guys are watching the uh, the video version of this podcast, yeah, it's we've given up trying to hide the... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Seams. If you're listening oh. to the audio podcast, no, everything's great. Yeah, everything's awesome. <laughs> everything's we're in our, you know, we're in, we're in our studio. Yeah, palatial. Yeah, studio. Pl- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> studio apartment. <laughs> no. We're we're in our in our very uh we're we're at Avex is where we're at. Very you know, only the only the 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 top brass musicians record here. Include that's in, that's including us because we're award-winning podcasters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think even the audio listeners can tell that we're not at Avex. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, doesn't it sound crisp? I'm using the same microphone that Dolly Parton uses. Yeah, yeah but the the echo in. The- <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're in the bathroom of the Avex studio. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right, right on, right. I've I've been to Avex. A lot of places. Were you there with me? You were there with me, right? Uh, what? Yeah, one time. Yeah, we went to go see Jake. Jake was recording. No. Um, Bruce Shimabukura was recording over there. Well, we met up with Jake and the stuff, mm-hmm. and um, that's where I learned how to play Yuki no Hana. He played it for me one time. I'm like, oh my god, okay, I need my shotting gun on and like just really <laughs> like download. This is he's now he's only gonna play it one time for me. Like that's it. Oof, I may do. We should we should teach that song one day, guy. Okay, sure. Yuki no Hana. We we already got a Japanese song in store for people. So yeah. maybe this summer I wanna I wanna let a few months roll before we do another Japanese song. But we have a Filipino song lined up. Yeah, yeah. We have an original song lined up. Boom. I'm yeah, I'm I'm not I'm gonna try not to let another month go by without a solo, everybody. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like maybe next month I think I can do this. Maybe I'll put it out. Usually I put it out in the middle of the month on the fifteenth, yeah. but maybe I'll put out one solo on the tenth and one solo on the twentieth. Oh make up okay. All right. To make up for make up the for this month. That's totally my fault. Just you know, I've you know, I, I was sick. Sick people can't really, you know, be uh, <laughs> be doing lessons and teaching stuff. So I, I apologize for that. But yeah, I guess you know, Kai is trying to trying to make uh, yeah, make make do, make make well with with everyone that wanted one. So 
I'm yeah. try to do that. Yeah. And I'm not too sure if the actual like the play along will come out on the first. <laughs> All good. Oh, even that. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do none of that stuff. So we. I, I apologize. You know, that's it's my. I'll take full responsibility. Do I need to do like a full on apology video, Kai? Like how YouTubers do? Yeah, oh, we should right? do that. Yeah. <laughs> Where it just like in the thumbnail, it just says, "I'm sorry." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. All millions of views, guaranteed. Yeah. Guarantee and uh, like a single tear, you uh, know? yeah. So get the clear eyes ready, like or like the last in. time or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah this is. <laughs> I'm so ashamed, you know. Yeah. Like or like in the thumbnail. Oh, would, let's do. Why are yeah. we doing that? Right, like that's a crying uh, Sheba. <laughs> <laughs> I would say just do it in a sheet right here, so it looks super, you know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. How else do I look? How do I sound apologetic? Hi, how yeah. do I? You know, I, I would say like <laughs> let's do that for this podcast. Like let's yeah. make the thumbnail like that. Yeah. But I've made thumbnails like that for <laughs> yeah. this podcast, <laughs> and I I, call, I think uh, oh I I know what it's called. The title of the the that uh, podcast was apologies and logies. I think <laughs> is that what it is? Oh, yeah. Should so. I make it? so so I have made an apology before video. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So stuff it, the past. I guess. Well, yeah, no. Never mind. <laughs> it feels like you another one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be canceled. You know. Like so, I have to apologize for my for my actions. Well, if you apologize, yeah, you won't. Yeah. I I apologize for my actions. I apologize for being sick and getting these videos not on time, especially for those UU Plus subscribers who have supported us in our venture and and given us their hard earned money to learn uh, through our premium service that should be premium but i just fell short of those expectations i'm i'm taking this experience i'm growing from it i'm learning and uh and that's that's all like as a human i can only learn from my mistakes and i'm taking my mistakes and and really just analyzing how i can be better as a person i don't know uh, you know there's lots of things that led to this uh to this mistake in that that I I'm not I'm not gonna cover up. It was it was a mistake. I it was a mistake for me to get sick for that long. I I apologize. It's it's my fault, and and I'll I I'll, I won't. I'll try to take the steps necessary in order to rehabilitate myself to not be as uh, as uh, easily compromised as far as my immunity goes. I will uh, I will take the necessary lessons. I will enroll in some um in some in, in, in perhaps uh like a gym membership or a uh you know a, a a way that I can get my nutrition up so that I won't be as as easily um uh, you know uh, I won't succumb to uh to to getting sick again. And and I I'm trying my best and I'm I'm sorry. So yeah. <laughs> So that means that it's like we're from that we're gonna take a two month break and yeah. then come back and you guys yeah. have to watch when we come back. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back, everyone. Oh, you know? <laughs> fun times again. Fun times. Forget about my apology, oh, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do apologize because we're we're never late. We're never, you know, like we we never have that problem of not being in the, in the first. I think maybe like one other time or something, and that was. 
that also was like a kind of a special occasion that we we had to kind of postpone it a little bit. But I I honestly do apologize. I'm sorry. I, you know I should be more responsible than that. <laughs> I should have I should have had things in in the in the can already. So that's it's my bad. It's my bad. I mentioned everything except for the one like doable <laughs> yeah, yeah. solution. <laughs> I talked about getting help and stuff. But <laughs> all right, let's get started. Hi. There, there is a pressing question that uh, that we need to address from last week. I know people, people have been like on the edge of their seats, waiting, <laughs> waiting for the conclusion of of the uh, of the cliffhanger from last episode. Kai, remind us what that was. Uh, yeah, uh, Drew in the last episode said, "Hey, Aldrin, just wanted to ask on the video with Cynthia Lynn when you guys played Creep, what were you doing on the intro? It looked like you were just pressing the notes. I don't understand oh, it." Oh, okay. So, Kahai, would you kindly pull up the chords to Creep for me? Uh, sure. Yeah, sorry, I, I I should have told you that I was gonna ask you to do that. Uh, okay. But so, I, I, I yeah, also... while, yeah, while while you're doing that, I'm gonna explain exactly what I was doing. So, Drew, what I did um, with the uh, with creep uh, when when Cynthia and I played it so Kahai you know I'm not even gonna lie Kahai watched it for me <laughs> he told me what I did I didn't watch it myself Kahai watched it and that's why he's great so he's a legend um, and then he told me what what I did and then I remembered I'm like oh yeah, yeah I did do that okay so <laughs> yeah see part of the rehabilitation Kahai is being honest all right being truthful to my audience being like genuinely apologetic okay I'm learning and growing <laughs> okay. I was gonna say too. I, I pulled up these chords, but I don't even know if this is the chords that we use because we that's don't know. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Let's just kind of use it as, as an example. So, what I am doing is uh, I'm doing what's called artificial harmonics. Okay, um, which is uh, the harmonics are this. So, if you were to you know do harmonics on the 12th fret, this is what it sounds like. But the trick here is that you can do it on uh, on any fret, not just the twelve. Wait, so what what are you doing there? Even like just oh, the, for okay. the regular harmonics. So for the regular doing? harmonics, you take uh, the halfway point between the um, uh, the zero frets and your uh, your saddle, okay, which is going to be fret number twelve. All right, so in fret number twelve, what you can do is you can apply a butterfly kiss to the um, the fret wire closest to fret number 13. So this is the 12th fret, right? So this is the fret wire that's closest to fret 13. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take a finger and you're gonna do a butterfly kiss. Like you're like a butterfly landing on that, you know, on that string. So you're not pressing it down, you're just gently like pressing your finger on Touching top of it. that. Yeah. So this is this would be me hold uh, pushing it down. This would be me just touching it like a butterfly. And then uh, what you want to do, pick that note and then let it go. Let it ring like that. So hit the note so that it that you can hear the note first and then let it go. Don't like, don't do that. As, don't just like let it go as, as you play it. Play it first and let it go. As soon as you, uh, you feel the vibration that, you're, uh, that your thumb uh, did while hitting the string, then you let go. Can you... Well, can you you let it go so it can ring out? Yeah. But you can actually make so, that yeah, sound. Yeah. If you if you uh, keep it on there, you can kind of hear the start of it. Yeah. So by letting it go, you let it ring out. So hit it, 
closer to the fret wire. See, see, I'm I'm on the fret. I'm not on the 12th fret. Don't do it in 12th fret because it sounds like this. That sounds bad. So it sounds cleaner on the fret wire. Okay, so the you you can also do this. So it's like the halfway point, I believe, the quarter point, and all that stuff. So you can do this on the twelfth fret, on the uh, on the seventh fret. Although it's a little bit harder because you know the um, it's getting a little bit too close to uh, to to one side. You know, on the fifth fret. And same thing here. You know. You can also do it in there as well. If you can kind of imagine where these uh, fifth and seventh fret places would be on this side. So that's basically what harmonics are. Okay. Um, the loudest being the twelfth fret. So you can kind of just think about that because the twelfth fret is the uh, is the same exact note as your zero fret. So it's just an octave up. So if this is an A. 12th fret on that same string is the same note. So this is an A, and this is also an A. Okay? So what you can do is create an artificial zero fret. Okay? So for example, if I were to place my pointer finger on one here, on the, I can treat also A string one, first fret. Okay? I can treat this as my new zero. Alright? So now uh, if we do a little bit of math, 1 plus 12, because remember 12th fret is where the, the loudest is going to be. 1 plus 12, right there on the 13th. So, I'm, my pinky finger is not, like, uh, is not <laughs> long enough for me to reach that. So how do I get that down? Pointer finger will be my butterfly that's going to land on the 13th fret wire closest to the 14th fret. So my pointer finger is going to do this and behind it my thumb is going to hit and then I'm going to let it go. Look. It's hard to see but let's see if I can do it like this. There, yeah. So you can see from that angle. So I'm going to hit it with my thumb and let it go to a ring out. Okay? And um, so based on that you can actually move the, you know, and, and play notes here on the left hand while you hit that, you know, you hit that same place to create the zero fret or the twelfth fret artificially on the on the right hand. So you got right. So So, now that we got the basics down, those are the basics, okay? Um, well, the basics are 12. And then the semi-basics will be the, uh, the artificial harmonics. So now, going back to creep, all right? So if we're doing creep, on your B4. me cry C minor so what I did with uh, with Cynthia during that song when she played G I basically did the uh, the G chord as an artificial harmonic so I know it's gonna be C2 uh, E3 
eight tunes. So I would play C2, E3, A2. I think 14, 15, 14. Yeah. 14, 15, 14. And when she's the B. To the C minor. So you can kind of create like the melody line that you want to create here and um, using harmonics. Okay, so that is what I did. That is the answer to our cliffhanger question from last week. Um, yeah, that's basically artificial harmonics. There's like, um, there's other ways to do that technique, but this is the most basic way to kind of use your pointer finger. But you can use like other, you know, other fingers to just create that butterfly kiss effect on the, um, you know, on on the strings. Uh, some I I developed like a little technique where I use my thumb to do that. That's that's also fun. Um, yeah, something that not, and I'm not quite ready to uh, to to put into use yet it is a working um technique so for example because i want to be able to do what what i uh what, what's called squealies on the uh, on the guitar on electric guitar where you like squeal the note like make it make it uh the harmonic kind of come out you i guess in guitar you'd pinch it yeah and then it would it would come it would come out yeah you get it with guitar. the you hit it with like the pick first, yeah, and, then and then your the thumb, thumb yeah, is, and then the thumb will kind of. Yeah. So you you were to hit it with the pick, and then with the thumb, you you would uh, you would hit that harmonic with that butterfly kiss. Okay, so um, I kind of did that same thing, but I'm gonna. Uh, what I did was I did my run with my pointer and middle finger, and then use the side of my thumb as the butterfly kiss. So if I'm doing a line where I'm like in the key of G, and I want to do a, and then like that that note right there is my last note. So that, that note will be right here. Okay, so right right there. So what I'm gonna do is kinda like make a mental note of where that is. So if I can hit that harmonic with my thumb and then uh, hit it with my pointer, my, my middle finger. There it is. So I can do something like So I can kind of run this with you know with with my thumb there. Um, there's some other like musicians that have come up with you know with different techniques. I know uh, our friend friend of the show, my son, Sammy Turton. Uh, <laughs> um, you know he does uh, he he has a very um, unique pick that that he uses that helps him kind of get you know get the um, the harmonics. The the pick that he has, I think, you know, is, is like a felt pick going this way. So you can kind of, you know, like uh, his, his, his thumb. So you can kind of hit it with his thumb and his fingers are, are doing the butterfly kisses. You know, yeah. Fingertips. Yeah, so fingertips like this while his, uh, while his thumb kind of hits it. So there's different ways to do it. But that is kind of uh, the, the basics and the gist of how it works. Is okay? there like a good point? Uh, like, you know, when Cynthia started playing Creep. Like what made you think like oh I should do why did I go there yeah, yeah. um because I I feel that like you know you, you gotta kind of match the um the the technique with uh, with what the song is kind of looking for you know and the because the way that Cynthia plays it is so kind of like uh it sounds really delicate and the song mm -hmm. itself it's like it's talking about this this kind of outsider feeling like an outsider wanting to be special you know so. 
I wanted to create that um, that emotion while she's you know while she's playing it, she's singing, and then like this um, this twinkly you know like mm-hmm. kind of sound to it adds to that emotion of like kind of dreamy, like you're dreaming that you wish you wish you were special, you wish you were so effing special. Don't cancel us. That's the song. That's the <laughs> lyrics to the song. Okay. Don't be like oh. I'll dream. Oh my, my. How? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> you know that's that's, that's the lyric. My pearls. Yeah. <laughs> Clutch my pearls. Talk okay. to uh, talk to Radiohead about that. <laughs> yeah. It's Radiohead, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. People are like They're not even Radiohead. <laughs> then they'll get really angry. Ah, yeah? uh, then I have to put out another apology video, <laughs> guy. Yeah. Now, that's uh, that's why I went there. I wanted to kind of create that like that twinkly um, emotion to. Uh, to to wishing that you were special and then cause I'm a creep I'm a weirdo and even uh, if I did it there as long as uh, Cynthia is uh, is doing the kind of harder strum to uh, to uh, to show to the audience that yeah we're here at the um, at the chorus we're like we're letting you know like I'm so sad I wish I was special. You know, like I wish I could do all these things, but I can't, you know, I could still like add those twinkly effects in there as long as she's keeping that up. But the twinkly effect kind of works in both the verse and the chorus. Yeah. So it's, it's you got to do it tastefully. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. just can't just add it to things like like uh, salt is great, but salt doesn't go with everything. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I like another time that I think like you guys uh, you use uh, harmonics, just a regular harmonics. Yeah. And actually, like, uh, unconsciously, I started doing it, too, like, when mm-hmm. I play and stuff. is like, at the end of a phrase, you know? Like at <laughs> I do one, it all the time, yeah. Yeah, one day soon or yeah. stuff like that. And then it's, like, right when the phrase kind of ends and there's, like, a pause before mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. verse. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you emphasize it with just, like, yeah, like it, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I do that often. <laughs> I think that, but I think that's, like, almost, like... It's uh, nice. It's, it's, like, it's not... It doesn't have to be super, you know, like, mm-hmm. super fancy or flashy or showy and stuff. It's just... It's a good, like point you know like mm-hmm. a good period to a sentence kind of thing yeah i feel like that's a very like local ukulele player though yeah. like technique that a lot of people do yeah. too so yeah yeah somewhere sammy's like oh my god don't tell them yeah. <laughs> no no actually he has like um he has seminars and uh and, and kind of workshops and yeah. tutorials to yeah. do like his version so if you want to get into it sammy's one of the masters of, of doing that make sure you you know go go support him go, yeah go check out sammy we we talked to him about that specifically on our podcast too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like and you called him like a wizard of harmonics yeah, or something like that. You're a wizard, Sammy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, four string oh, boy. Yeah, for the yeah, people yeah, don't. You might yeah, have to look yeah. up four, four string boy because I tried to look up Sammy Turton on uh, on um, Spotify and it just did not show up. It has you have to look him up under four string boy. I wonder. But like Sammy's been like commenting yeah. on our podcast. Dude. I know I saw I saw his comments in the so. last in the last few and the last one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he might, like, he might oh, be in the thanks, comments. Dad. <laughs> Sammy, if you're there, son, there, there. <laughs> uh, tell us where where we can find your stuff if you're gonna comment. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a Patreon, or if not, uh, um, you can follow him on Instagram. You can you know follow him on Twitter, uh, all that stuff, and, and I'm sure he has links to all his things. So if you want to get into artificial harmonics, um, that's one of the best, if not the best, guy to go to to learn them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Okay. Uh, you want to get into questions? Sure. So in this show, we answer any and all of your ukulele questions. That's why we had that one. But, you know, we're so busy. God, there's like millions of people watching. We get millions, tens of millions of questions that come in. So that's that's what we had that um, that cliffhanger because we just couldn't possibly answer the millions of questions that we get in this show. Yeah. And like I'm getting some questions right now. Yeah. Where people are referencing like very specific songs or mm. specific things. Yeah. If you're asking questions like that, try and ask them beforehand and send in the reference that you're making <laughs> so we can actually check it out. Because yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if we can answer these questions. I guess so. If they're like, oh, well, he got his question answered about the specific thing that he did when yeah. he was with Cynthia Lynn two years ago yeah. or whatever, you yeah, know? That's why, <laughs> well, that's why there, there had yeah. to be the cliffhanger. We yeah, had to go yeah, look yeah, at yeah, it. to go look at it. See? And, yeah. you know, Kahai can't look at all of these videos. <laughs> well, like, we time, can't you know? look at it, like, live. I guess so. so. Yeah, I yeah. Guess so. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, if you want to ask us questions like that, ask us uh, ask us uh, in an email, of yes. course. What, what is it, Kai? Questions at ukulele at ukuleleonthegrounddot.com. Uh, right here. Yep, <laughs> there it is. Questions at ukuleleonthegrounddot.com. We'll uh, we'll be more than happy to check it out and then answer it on the next ukulele on the ground podcast if we feel like it. Yeah, I've right, got to add that in there. I'm not going to answer every question. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's millions of questions. How are we supposed to do that? I was I was telling Aaron that, yeah, I, I feel like, uh, I know like some people who are in the chat, they just come up with questions. Like, obviously, it's from the past thing we talked about right, or right. whatever. But then I feel like other people, like, they're holding on to their question the whole week. And then they're like, I'm going to paste it in the chat right now. <laughs> so it was like, throughout the week, if you guys have questions, just send it in early. We'll, you know, make a list and then we'll answer yeah. it the next mm -hmm. week. Yeah, so if, if we if we feel like, oh, that's a good question to answer for the podcast and stuff. If Kahai deems you worthy, if if Senpai Kahai notices you, then yeah, yeah. get your question answered. <laughs> Pretty much. I try everyone. <laughs> Pretty much. Senpai. Yeah. Kahai. Senpai Kahai. Sen Kahai. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay, right. next, next question. Uh, yeah, so Joseph said, I've heard my elbows before uh, sports. Oh. Uh, let me what a question at. There we go. There it is. Uh, I've hurt my elbows before from mm. sports, but recently noticed a pain in my fretting side outside elbow when playing. Any mm -hmm. suggestions? And he said, like, asked him specifically, like, uh, where it is or, like, what it feels like. And he mm. says, it's tennis elbow, I believe. Just pondering if maybe my form is aggravating it. Okay. Well, you know, the <laughs> only way to do that is for us to see what's, you know, what's, what's happening. So I can't quite answer this question without watching you play. If you send us a video, I'll be more than happy to, uh, to, to check your, your form, but. And this uh, is not medical advice either. Yeah, so. no, 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 no. You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm we not can. a doctor. <laughs> Kahai is not a doctor yet. Right. Uh, you working sure. towards your residency? Yep. 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 Yeah, Senpai Kahai is working. Yeah, Doctor Fugonomics, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? Did you see? There's like an interview with Shaq, and then mm. it's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I love doctor. doctor. <laughs> love doctor. Yeah. I love doctor. Yep. Yeah, no, Kahai is a doctor of Fugonomics. Okay, okay, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, um, but I can give some <clears throat> practical advice, you know, to to uh, to maybe you know think about how to position your elbow so that it doesn't hurt so bad, okay? Um, <clears throat> the one thing that you want to do is to kind of just relax your, your, your elbow. You never want it to, if it's anywhere out here or anything like that, uh, or, or up or, or anywhere not relaxed at all. So you probably notice when I play, it looks like, it looks like this. It's not out 
at all unless i'm playing some crazy chord in which case if i'm playing some crazy chord that that requires my elbow to go up it doesn't last for more than like a measure so that's like not that bad so i'm, I'm not saying never put your elbow out there because sometimes we have to okay but if you're if you have your elbow up there and you're playing the whole time yeah that's gonna cause some problems you know i don't want to call people out but i i watch a lot of ukulele videos and that's like one of the you know one of the most common things that i see with uh, with with people is that like the elbow kind of goes like this when when they play that the other one is like you know not only is their elbow out like the, the thumb is in the back all the time so it looks like this and it looks super painful you know like like the uh, and kind of see it like this so the, the wrist is out and elbow is you know like is uh, is engaged and stuff and it just really looks uncomfortable that way you know what I mean so when, when I play it looks it looks like this it looks it should feel and look like you're just trying to communicate with, with your hands so it looks like this you know we're not Communicating with our hands like like this, where with our elbows out, you know, just aliens, like aliens, <laughs> aliens. Okay, yeah, alien. That's it. Aliens. That's it. Thumbnail, Kai. <laughs> so, um, so you wanna you wanna be relaxed, all right? So, and the, the the only way that you can do that is uh, holding your ukulele the proper way is is definitely going to help a lot, all right? So, when you're holding your ukulele, make sure that your ukulele. Is, uh, is in the middle of your body. So the middle of the ukulele is in line with the middle of your body. Uh, let's just get the other uh, angle. So so there, yeah. So the where the neck meets the body, that's where I consider the middle of the, uh, of the ukulele. And that should line up with your chin, which is in the middle of your body. So if it's here, it's not lined up. If it's too far over here, it's not lined up. A lot of people have their ukuleles out here. Um, and then let's go to the other angle. Because uh, a lot of people try to take this right here, this, uh, this area of the ukulele, try to rest that on their, you know, um, on, on their leg like so, which is fine. That, that works, you know, that works too if you're playing kind of like a classical style. Um, but check out my elbow. And my elbow is still in like, like this. Oh, there it is. So my elbow is still in, nice and relaxed. My, my wrist is still relaxed. You can do that, you know, if, if you're following a classical style. But if you have your ukulele all the way over here and you have it, you know, you have it out, up, not like on your leg, you have it up. You see my, my elbow's trying to compensate for that? That's why. So if your elbow's out here, it's because this is all the way out here. And you're trying to do that. You, it'll, it'll drag your elbow. So if it's in the middle, like it should be, you see what I mean? See, see that elbow? It's like it's going to follow, okay? So the elbow should be uh, not necessarily, you're not tucking it in, but it's just relaxed uh, against your body like this. And it, your elbow shouldn't even be engaged. Like your elbows just should should be down, and it's all your, you know, your forearm and your wrist that's kind of like going, you know, going up and, and and playing the chords and stuff. So the tennis elbow shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be bothered that way. Your tennis elbow should be bothered if it's up. And I know this because I play tennis, right, Kai? Yeah, I'm yeah. a great tennis player. I'm I'm like a two five, guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this. That's pretty high, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I think people start out at three zero. <laughs> like a two five. No. Um. So if if it's out here, that's you know that's what's gonna cause that. So make sure your elbow is relaxed in, and uh, um, as you hold your ukulele. The other thing is uh, a lot of people tend to hold their ukulele against their body, like fully against their body. And you see what that does. So let's go back to this angle. If you do that. If you're holding your ukulele against your body, that engages your elbow and then keeps it back like this. So that's not necessarily great either. Okay. So what the solution to that is to bring your uh, bring your ukulele forward. So if you bring your ukulele forward, see how that relaxes the elbow. 
So when I play like this, it's kind of an illusion because it looks like I'm holding it against my body, but if I turn, there's clearly this triangle between my ukulele, the uke, my body, and my left arm. So move it forward, okay? Um, the other thing is to, uh, to have it about shoulder height and not anywhere uh, higher or lower. Uh, maybe lower, but not uh, definitely not high. Because why? If you move this up, same thing. Your, your elbow has to move up. I'm not calling anybody out, but you can see a lot of ukulele players doing, uh, doing this. So the headstock up and their elbows all the way up like so. Do you think that's comfortable to hold in a long, uh, you know, long periods of time? I don't think so. Not a doctor, you know, but I, <laughs> I, I have elbows, and, yeah. <laughs> and I think that would crap up and hurt if you're doing this for, you know, if you play for thirty minutes, even like that's yeah. that's too yeah. long, you know, yeah. to to hold you this. Can, you can do yeah. it for a thirty second TikTok video. Yeah, for portrait view. Oh, but, uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah. you can't do it for like a two-hour you know? gig. Yeah, can't be doing that for four what, hours. Yeah, what about the wow? <laughs> Call them out without calling them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not saying anybody's name. <laughs> Go ahead, Kai. What about the opposite? If your headstock is too low, like mm. if your headstock is too low, then uh, it's mostly your your wrist that has to compensate for that. So your wrist starts to do this if it's too low. Mm. If it's too high up. Then either your wrist does this it, with your elbow in, or you, your elbow goes out like that. See, so like if it's if it's here, then then you see people doing this thing. You don't want that. That looks super uncomfortable. So your elbow has to uh, uh, compensate. So if your elbow's out here, that's if you're doing that for a long period of time. Also, you know, that, that's not good. Yeah, look in the mirror, like um, just to kind of check your form. Uh, and um, if you look in the mirror, if you look relaxed while you're playing, because you've you've seen thousands, I guess, at this point of videos. If you follow us, we've had we have thousands of videos here, and you know, it, I always look like this when when I'm playing. It just looks like I'm talking with my hands, you know. Yeah, I would okay. say like even uh, record yourself playing because mm -hmm. I feel like you can look or be more relaxed and play more relaxed if you just record yourself yeah. instead of yeah. you're like trying to like analyze yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. so try and get like an angle where it's like you can just see your full body yeah and really try and like look at yourself because we've also like given feedback on like zoom and stuff as people are doing this and we tell them like oh yeah your, your elbow is like lifting up and stuff yeah and they kind of they're like oh is it like i don't realize that yeah, it is yeah. unless you look yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's good to uh, to kind of get a tech check and stuff and which is one of the main reasons why people sign up for UU Plus because they can you know attend the uh, either a live coaching or get a uh, private lesson and stuff and that's when I can like kind of work with them one on one and I see it I'll, I know you know I know a lot of the UU Plus subscribers are like yeah I've uh, I've done I've done the UU um, live coaching and yeah he I I really get into it and and break it down and stuff on how yeah. to. Uh, how to alleviate some of this like stress and pain on your joints and i've guys i'm i'm pushing 80 so you know like i i gotta figure out ways to to relax my joints kahai mm -hmm. yeah my 80th birthday it's, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i gotta i gotta change some things you know what i mean i can't i'm not a spring chicken anymore man yep yeah <laughs> see they're like he's not 80 like the thing is you don't know that i'm asian so like you can't you just can't tell with asians right mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Asian creams that we put on, mm. some some strong ginseng, right? Kai, what is the secret to to Asians' um, youthful vitality? Uh, 
I can't tell you because no, it's a secret. No, please tell us. Yeah, no, no, no. How do you keep your face so youthful? Uh, I still I, think you're like you know, like you look as youthful as when you were like packing uh, packing orders for us. Mm, uh, now, yeah. how long ago was that? Uh, uh, 2011. So 13 years. 13, yeah. So you still look the same from 13 years ago. You mm. would you agree or not? Uh, I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like, uh, can we just end this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pressing. Pressing more. Just just because I've got the awkward part already. I'm like, just make it more awkward. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, just looking at questions. And yeah. yeah, the next couple of questions that we had in the chat, hmm? they are like very specific to certain songs. That's why. So I'm trying to okay. figure out how to ask. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's one that I kind of know off the top of my head, then I can. But if it's like specific to like a, quest, a song that I don't know, you know, for example, then like, yeah. I'm thinking like, and this question... Uh, I'm thinking again. It's like referring to something that you guys did right <laughs> yeah. in the last jam. Yeah. But I think they might be talking about like maybe when you did a chunk or something, yeah. or like they're talking about percussive muted accorded accompanying uh, rhythm. Oh, I know what it might have been. Like that kind of the um, uh, you kind of do like for reggae drums and stuff. You do like that kind of like a uh, gallop. You know, mm. you like mute the strings and you gallop. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry about a thing Cause every little thing that will be alright Okay, um, the, the scratching sound, it's just muting. You know, if, I, if you were to play a G, right? You can just strum, uh, if, if I were to strum it without the muse, it would sound like this. Uh, uh, uh. Just like down, uh, down, roll up, up, down, up, down, up, roll up, up, down, up, down, up, roll up, up, down, up, okay? But in reggae, we like to kind of accent the two and four. So what I do is I only give the two and four, okay? So everything else gets muted. So my pinky finger will go up and, uh, and kind of mute the strings and just go one, two, three, four. About a thing, a zip little thing. Yeah, so it, it works that way. That's the kind of scratching sound is, is when I do the roll and it, it's muted. And how do you mute? You play the chord, pinky finger is uh, is going to mute the strings. I like to hold my my thumb up so that I, my my pinky finger can wrap around the uh, the the fretboard. A lot of people get that part mistaken because they when they play G and and their thumb is over you know in, in the back which one look at the look at my position of my wrist that's why i don't do it that way um and if you try to do the pinky finger even more so like see this it's like straight up yeah it's tough to to uh to have this curl and then like my pointer finger is like kind of in a weird position it's very uncomfortable to hold but if i have my you know, my thumb see how like everything really you can see that yeah so putting the thumb in the back well so hold your g chord put your pinky over yeah and then have your thumb over like this 
if uh if i were to take my ukulele away it just looks like that like kind of like weird position but not really because if i just close my fist see how close to closing my fist that looks like so here take it out it just looks like that okay but if i were to you know take my take my thumb and put it like this if i took my my ukulele away that's something that you know that is very very awkward as far as positioning goes yeah. with with your hands so this is uh we can do this right like touch our pinky finger with with our thumb no problem but if your thumb is doing this and you're trying to you know like trying to bring your pinky finger over it's going to be awkward so if you're doing mutes thumb over then do the mute but they're like oh well, then how are you going to mute um, bar chords easy do the bar chord and mute put your thumb in the back because the rule is for me uh, if you're holding two or more strings with one finger that's when the thumb goes in the back if you're just playing a g chord there's no one finger holding down two strings right but if you're holding your g chord like this then yeah my, my thumb goes in the back but see my wrist is still nice and relaxed and straight and straight yeah. Yeah, and, and my elbow, not necessarily tucked in, but relaxed against the side of my, my body. It's not engaged. Even here on the, uh, on, on the right side. So none of my elbows really like, are, are doing much because uh, when, when I rest my forearm on the, on the corner here of the lower bouts, it's just like my, my elbow is kind of facing like almost like to, to the back. Yeah, so it looks like this. So my elbow doesn't go out like that. A lot of people like tend to grab their ukuleles in the front of the ukulele like this, therefore getting their elbow to like stick out like that. That's, you know, that that's going to kind of do the same thing as your elbow being your left elbow being out like this. So if your elbow see, uh, let's see, wider there, 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 there. So if, if you put your forearm in the front, it brings your elbow out. But look at where my forearm is or, or where, look where my elbow is if I put my forearm over via the lower bout like this see that so the elbow just relax like this as if like i'm i'm in an armchair you know just like uh just holding it there uh left hand nice relax it's, it's inside as well but if i were to hold it it's in the front so that and then like it, it kind of encourages your forearm to move up and down which is also not really you know something you want to do and if your forearm is over and you want to strum the wrist has to lift up here and that's also not not that great. But if my forearm is here and I'm trying to do that strum, look how look how straight. Versus this, yeah, like this. See, like how that straightens up my wrist. It's all about form, everyone. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I think that people have a hard time with uh, mutes mm -hmm. is like they're trying to do the mute and they're thinking about it, and then they're like. I gotta mute now and put oh, my finger down yeah, and yeah, put yeah. my finger down. Yeah, yeah. But like you're saying, like uh, it's the opposite. Yeah, and yeah. even when you're playing like the G chord and you're using a pinky mute, mm -hmm. actually your your fingers that are holding the G chord, you can relax them too. Like when you're yeah, muting, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah you so you can kind of so you can see like my my fingers will will go. It's only going down when you're actually hitting. Also, uh, what I was talking about backwards. A lot of people you, uh, seem to think that like the uh, you know you're you're putting the uh, the mute down and then you're you know you're uh, you're you're taking the mute off and stuff. It's actually neutral position is the is the mute on. 
And then uh, I'll, I'll tell people that and it's, it's kind of like, too. yeah, I, I tell people to uh, to think of it as like, you know, as, as, a, as a backyard like gate and you're only letting uh, letting things out that you want to let out. So you're just opening the gate when you need to let something out, close it back up. So the neutral position is closed. This is the neutral position that allows me to get all that scratchy sound that, that I'm doing. And then like uh, opening the gates, letting, you know, letting go of that pinky finger when I need to hear the chord. So. So really, it's just as simple as like, you know, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Just lifting up on two and four and then doing whatever on the right hand side here. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, even like looking at your your pinky going up too. Yeah, people think like I gotta lift up my pinky all the way up and then yeah, put it no, all no, the no, way it's back just, down. It's just enough to let the uh, let uh, let let that chord ring out. It's about like it's not this. It's not that. Yeah, don't don't overdo it. It's and to really get that feeling, you yeah. want to put in almost like it sounds weird, but you kind of want to put in the least amount of effort. Yeah. Right? I know. If you you're trying to thinking about it and putting your fingers down and stuff mm -hmm. is like that's where it's like you're probably gonna end up hearing like wrong notes or like you're gonna hear the strings make weird sounds and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, your hand should be as relaxed as yes. possible. Also, not doctors. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are doctors. Yeah. These are just based on personal experiences. Yeah. Um, I used to play ukulele like a certain way back in the day. I'm changing my habits now and it's been working out. Um, I've been help helping students out who have had, you know, um, uh, have had pain as well or have had less um, successful, you know, tries at like at, at, at bar chords and, and, and regular chords and stuff. By fixing their form, it allows them to get those chords or it allows them to get, you know, to get that pain like not so bad or taking it off altogether, yeah. you know. It's, it's just these things that we've found through, uh, through, through trial. I think... Okay? I think there's also another thing too where people will tr try to make their own adjustments because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I'm making it specifically for myself because I have arthritis yeah. or I have this injury or stuff. And yeah, you can. But then also don't write off the standardized way of holding chords or doing things. Yeah, yeah. Because it can also, by changing your form to try and like. Try to compensate. Yeah, yeah. it can lead to problems further down that yeah. maybe it's like you yeah, fixed your problem, problem. Yeah. or you can play a chord or note but it's gonna lead to more problems oh, later on oh, man we're just like indirectly targeting everybody alkai yeah. <laughs> aaron aaron too earlier oh snap with the tiktok <laughs> <laughs> oh the tiktok oh, we're gonna get canceled well so I, all three of us are gonna be on camera doing an apology sorry <laughs> Or not, you know what? or whatever. Heels don't apologize, yeah. Kahai. Come on. We have to apologize for saying the truth. Yeah, guys. Yeah, that's come the on. truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it really does come from like yeah. uh, some people are like, oh, but I can't do it. Or like, oh, you guys are calling me out because mm. it's only me who can't do this or something. Mm. No, but it's, it's no. super common. Yeah. And it's, and it's yeah. from a place of concern too. Because yes. like we see like if you it might seem like it's like oh i figured it out or i found this trick to make mm -hmm. this playing easier and maybe you can get certain things but over a long period of time yeah. it's oh, like yeah. not gonna help you mm -hmm. so yeah all right next up go high um, any, any other qu burning questions from millions 
of <laughs> watching, like live watchers. That's just live, you know. Could you imagine the billions downloading this award-winning podcast? They said world-winning podcast. Am I not like enunciating award? It's award, right? Not world. We didn't win the world. Although, by being on this podcast, I felt like I won the world. <laughs> I, well, oh, it's interesting because uh, people are pointing out that like Johnny Cash held yeah. his guitar up high. Mm-hmm. And I feel like other people too might say like, what about this ukulele player when they hold their ukulele like this or yeah. do this and yeah. stuff? But uh, I would argue that if you look... At their form, they might yeah. do that for short bursts of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if like Johnny Cash is holding his guitar up high, but he's also adjusting it so the rest of his body isn't contorted in a weird it's way. True, too. It's true. I mean, like an example that I can think of is like uh, we were talking about Taimani Gardner yeah. last week, you know, like so people are like, oh, what about Taimani Gardner? Like yeah. she plays ukulele like this and stuff. But like how long is she playing ukulele like this? Is like the whole time, like, <laughs> you know, like the whole show. Have you seen like a whole Taimani yeah. show? She goes like this. She'll you know do, what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like it's everywhere. You know, she yeah. dances with that thing, right? It's not like this for like two hours, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, like that for two seconds. Yeah. And then she'll go right. on to a different... Or, or if she's doing a, like, a, like a video, just like, you know, like a, a video online and she's trying to make it, you know, like Aaron said. And, and like Portrait uh, view. Portrait view. Yeah. You know, if, if you're doing like this, it's fine and for like that two, three minute video or whatever. But, you know, because we are an educational podcast, we're trying to tell people like, yeah, let's maybe don't do that for like hours you know like maybe that's not the normal way of of you know that you should play but if you're hamming it up if you're a time on a garden yeah. you're dancing all over the stage with your flowy dress and stuff like maybe add a little flair in there you know what i mean uh, like that's yeah. it's fine because yeah. like yeah. we know that Taimane knows how to play like with proper form when she's like not yes doing those yes too, so. and i did say i didn't say never Put your elbow up or never do this. Remember, I said like yeah. you yeah, know, like there's chords, some chords that yeah. you just got. You just gotta yeah. bring that elbow out for to play some chords. But you know, it's you're not playing that that chord or that line or whatever for for long periods of time. And that's so it's it's fine if you're adding it on for you know uh, to 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 get certain things. Because it's okay. Yeah, and like those chords that you where you have to kind of break mm-hmm. the form. It's like players can do that because they know how to mitigate the risk using the rest of the yes, body. Yes, yes, yes. Like uh, one somebody that we have, I'll actually call this person. Like actually, oh, oh, here we go, oh, here we go. I'm well, not, and I'm not any part of this. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> go ahead. And, and I know that they they wanted us to actually talk about this. Yeah. Is like they talk about uh, your headstock, like raising your headstock or lowering mm-hmm. your headstock because they play with a strap, and when they play and they're standing up, their headstock is usually lower. And so we have to remind them kind of frequently, like, raise your headstock, raise mm-hmm. your headstock to play these chords and do these yep. things. And so he, he does. But then that's also the thing is, like, he, he'll he play songs and he moves up the fretboard playing to play one chord and he doesn't remember to raise his headstock. So it's things like that that yeah. as you progress and as you get more proficient with the ukulele you learn those little tricks that it's yes, like yes. when i just when i'm aiming for this chord i know to adjust the rest of my body to yeah. be able to hit it properly yeah. yeah what about like um sometimes you'll notice for halaos there's yeah. like that one auntie that plays ukulele oh, like super high up here and stuff like- yeah yeah 
Tawad. It's it's part of the um, well the form. Like they're they're doing that form because like this they're doing this yeah. like the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's like a it's very fast. It's very strumming. like fast double strum. Yeah, that, that's like that that they're doing all the time. So if if they're doing that, this gets tiring after a while because. And it's like some anti. It's not like they're really working on like you know getting the like yeah, yeah. like the wrist. You know, like it's it's not. It's like really traditional for them to just move. You know, to just kind of uh, to to do little pulses with their you know with the wrist to get that down is is totally fine. Yeah. You know, but when uh, when when they play chords up here, um, it's like the elbow is out there, but it's not this. Yeah, it's not. You know what I mean, it's not. Out, it's like it's it's down like that. So you'll you'll see them kind of play like this. I, and but I can't explain when people do this because <laughs> no, 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 people no. definitely do Sometimes, that. Like yeah. there's you'll Hawaiian see. musicians they'll play like that, and it's just like yeah. I I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> it works for them, and it's fine. You know, like yeah. it, it's yeah. but it's not like um uh what we've kind of seen that that works as proper form. I mean, and yeah, it it works very specifically for those styles, yes, too, right? Yes. Like like you said that like the aunties that play like that in yeah. halals is like yeah, that, that's the style they're playing, but you won't see them play like uh, when we see people who try to play like that yeah. using that form, and then they play like finger style ukulele or yeah. other stuff, and it's like I can't do that and do like like yeah. so doing like finger picking. See, like my wrist will kind of do this and stuff, but like, yeah. but if you're holding it up and doing. See how like the wrist is like is moving this way. The forearm is straight. Like it works. Yeah. You know? Like it makes sense and stuff. Yes, the elbow is out, but you're kind of you're, you're not really moving it. You're kind of doing this. So if you're trying to get your elbow in this way and you're trying to do that, it's not just your elbow. It's like your wrist. It's all these things that that go along with it if you're trying that while sitting down. Yeah. And that's that's why it's like uh, we said like do look in a mirror mm-hmm. and that's definitely like a way to uh, analyze your form. But I think like recording yourself is a better way because you'll probably like for every few chords, you'll probably change your form yeah, just a little yeah. bit. And if you ever wonder like, why can I not ever hit those chords? I can or I can never mm-hmm. reach those notes. Mm-hmm. It's probably because you're unconsciously like breaking your form a little bit just mm-hmm. for those things. Yeah. Yeah, it it is dependent on like what the chord is, what the line is as far as picking goes and stuff. And uh yeah, and, and even just like the chord progression, like going from one chord to to another chord, yeah. you might you might change it. Like if if you were to, you know, if you were to make if you were to go to that chord from any other chord, like uh yeah. no with no problem, but if you're going from one to the um th- there might be one specific yeah. one going from one to the spe- other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specific yeah. chords. We talk about like thumb required. placement like and kind of in general you don't want your thumb to be like right behind your pointer finger mm. but if you're switching chords and doing stuff sometimes you, that's mm. just where you got to put it and you're moving mm. chord the chord fast too right, right? so so everything. i mean if i were to give an example like so like say g to e minor nice you know, see like how it, it's 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 fine it's kind of like i'm i'm keeping these two kind of the same it like or even c to e minor if i'm doing that all good, but if you do something like D to E minor, see like how you know I'm holding the D this way. I'm kind of like leaning towards the left, and then E minor. Like see how like the not only does my thumb go in the go in the back, and you're like oh, but I thought you said you know you, you should hold the uh, like if if you're holding two or more strings, you're doing this. 
whenever you get to this, then you can put your your thumb over. But if you're going from here, then getting your thumb over, then you have to lift your your wrist this way. That's what I mean. Where like you break the rules depending on like you know on the situation, right? Yeah. Like, it's like the rules are not. I mean, it's not even rules. It's just like yeah. proper you know proper form. But you want to break the form every now and then to make certain changes. So it's not like yeah. set in stone, you know. And if it also depends on the situation. If you're a performer and you really want to wow the audience, you're gonna play it up. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't normally play behind my head, but I'll put it behind my head if it'll get claps, you yeah. know, for like a few, a few measures and stuff. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not sliding my ukulele on the uh, on the um, on the mic stand all the time, and nor yeah. do I like suggest people to do so. But <laughs> yeah. it's like if it'll get a few claps, like I'll do it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like what we with the not artificial. every song, but yeah, not every yeah. song. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the same thing with like the artificial harmonics. Yeah, right? yeah. you're picking a time and place to yes, do these for, things for that. Yes, that yes, fit yes, this yes. The, the appropriate techniques. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, but well, yeah. what do we know? You know? These are these are opinions, not not answers <laughs> to your questions. Right? <laughs> Forgot to mention that on top of the top of the podcast, we give opinions. We don't necessarily give answers. Yeah, I guess if like, and if you don't agree, leave a comment. Yeah, so, you'd be yeah. like, you know, I think it's wrong. I think it's all wrong. You know, like it's like this. I'm I'm a physio or whatever, and and I know. Then I'd be like, all right, cool, I concede. <laughs> I'm a physiologist. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're called. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Like I, it's just what we found through the years of kind of like teaching the ukulele, where like what works for the general. Um, student, you know what I mean? Like, just with good form comes like uh, comes relaxed joints, muscles, and, and and kind of lets you play the ukulele in a more comfortable manner. You can mm -hmm. break form. That's the you know, there's no there's no rule against breaking form. But if you do see a dip in uh, in success rates when you're doing certain you know certain techniques or chords, you might want to start looking at your form. That's mm -hmm. that's all we're saying. I think, yeah, and I, mm -hmm. even that, right? Like, if somebody came to us and they're like, I really want to play, like, the antis and the halal, then yeah. we'd be like, yeah, play yeah, like that. Then go for it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but if you're coming to us and you're like, I want to play, like, all these uh, solo songs or I want to play like this, it's yeah. like, yeah, we have a certain way that we know will yeah. work. Yeah, you're going to listen to the guy who, who has a tiny microphone held together by rubber bands, you know what I mean? Like, or <laughs> <laughs> Or you listen to you, you know? It's. <laughs> I guess so. I guess yeah. That's that's right. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? Listen to the guy with the rubber band, or or listen <sighs> to your own body, or your own, you know, whatever. So just, it's up to you. It's up okay. to you. You know what I mean? Rubber band guy make is making a lot of sense. <laughs> okay, we we do have one yeah, last sure, question. I sure, guess sure. again. So Brandon said, "Can you show the difference between of Nile gut and fluorocarbon strings? What's best for tenor?" Um. It is. You're not gonna like the answer. Yeah, <laughs> neither. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, depending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there there is differences in sound, in material, in tension, in feel, uh, between both. You know, both of those, uh, both of those strings. Now, gut. I've said it before. Seems a little bit on the drier side. I, I go up and down my 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 fretboard all the time. It it tends to get a little bit dry for me. The uh, it tends to be a little bit too bright. Um, I don't think the uh, the sustain in the now gut is as much as I would like it to be. But the the pros on the now gut has got that big bright loud sound. So if you're volume. playing, yeah, volume yeah. definitely big up. And you know, people who play in uh, in, in ukulele groups, if they have to like kind of stand out and stuff, boom, now gut. And that's why a lot of 
people will get Nalga because of you know of the difference in volume. You know, it'll it'll take a like a fifty dollar like beginner ukulele and make it sound like louder. They, yeah. They're like, oh man, I can't believe you spent fifty bucks. You know. So yeah. that's why you go to a music store, you go to mm-hmm. ukulele store. Most it, of them. Most of them have from, nagas. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. because then it'll kind of give that like, whoa, let's check this out. It's yeah. so like for a small instrument, yeah. it has some volume. To it has it. Some volume. So you know, it's it's. It's that's that's what it is. Fluorocarbons, um, a little bit on the uh, on the softness, but it de- depends. There's like some you know some fluorocarbons that can be on the bright side as well, but then the tension has to uh, you know has to be compensated for that. I like uh, I like a tighter tension on the uh, on the strings and a thicker you know on the thicker strings. That's kind of just what I like, um, and that's why I said you might not like the answer because it really is dependent on what you're looking for. Okay, I uh, I'm not. Not looking to like to have my ukulele cut through a you know like a, a sea of of you know of other ukuleles in an ukulele club because I you know um, I mean I have an ukulele club here on Kauai but I'm usually plugged in it's it's not you know I'm not trying to like be the loudest ukulele there um, also you know for my style of playing I like a little bit more sustain I like the you know I like to attack my strings pretty heavy so uh, the nagats they're you know since they're they're more on the dry side when my fingers make contact it's you know it's gonna get more grip because it's not as slippery so because of the grip it tends to like kind of uh, you know hit the strings harder when uh, when when i'm hitting because uh that that attack becomes heavier yeah because of the, the drag on on the on the dry strings um at least from what i've found you know once again O's guys <laughs> not well, a's you know yeah. but that's just that's just what i found um and and i've broken a bunch of like now guts not that i haven't broken regular fluorocarbon strings as well like that does happen but i've noticed it happen less on uh fluorocarbon or um nylon strings i like to use nylon nylon is like kind of it's it's just what i've used um since you know since i started like um i used to use uh, like guitar, like guitar strings, like nylon guitar strings from Savarez, from Diodarios and stuff. And now, like partnering up with with Akila, we we made a nylon string. So I know Akila is very big on like nylon and like and other like uh, kind of you know experimental materials. But when when we made our string set, I'm like, can I can I have nylon? <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. I know you're into like, Mimo. I know you're like a crazy scientist who's into all these different you know like uh, ingredients and stuff and different materials and whatever. But can I? Can I just can I get nylon? <laughs> you don't have a nylon set yet, you know. So yeah, so that's yeah. for the AG cross AG AQ cross AQ strings that string. that I created with that with Ocula. I don't know if they're still produced. I've actually, I have not. Just to be uh, completely transparent, uh, I haven't checked in with uh, with Ocula in a long time. But I will try to when we go to Italy this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they will be there, so it's a good time to kind of like you know to catch up with them and see how, how uh, we can improve maybe the recipe or maybe they can just drop me. You know, <laughs> like if, if they're like, "Aldrin, yeah, yeah. you haven't you haven't been moving strings, nor people have been caring about them, so we're gonna drop you as an artist." I'm like, "All right, it's cool." <laughs> but but aside from that, <laughs> not the nylon strings that you use. Uh, alternate to mm. your yeah. AG cross AQ. So I don't just use AG cross AQ because I, I feel like the ukulele basically dictates what, you know, what mm-hmm. strings is best for it. Yeah. And, um, and although I've created those strings, 
those strings are not like the end all be all to every ukulele you know that, that I play so some alternate strings that, that I use are uh, Diodario Pro Artis, Diodario um, T2s, the titanium trebles um, I, I also you know use like the fluorocarbons that um, that Diodario has if it's an ukulele that I'm not gonna play on stage and just bang up on I actually really like how those you know how those sound um, I like uh, PhDs as well, you know, like I have them on, on an ukulele at home, my, uh, my low G ukulele, because it's, it's the, it's the only set with, um, with, without the, the wound, wound. you know, yeah. um, so that's, that's kind of what I use. It just depends on the ukulele. The ukulele will dictate like what kind of strings it needs because every yeah. ukulele has a different sound. So you want to pair it with, you know, with strings that'll match and uh, complement the sound that that, that yeah. comes from it naturally yeah i mean it, it's even like uh ukulele the player and the strings it's yes. a combination of all three because mm. like uh ukulele with a player and a certain type of strings will sound different with another type of player right yeah. like they can make it sound what you think is like oh those so strings sound really bright on that ukulele another player can play and it's like oh that string sounds really dark too, so. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the answer. That's why I'm like, you're not gonna like it. It's the uh, the best string for for tenor is whatever the best sounds to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> some of those cop out answers, but it's honestly the best answer because there is no end all be all pack of strings that'll be good for everything. And that's just being completely honest. That's a guy. That's coming from a guy with strings to sell. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I sell strings, and I'm telling you flat out. Those are not gonna work with everything, you know. It's gonna mm -hmm. work with a lot of stuff. Like the way that I I play my ukulele, the way my ukuleles are set up, it works well with you know with with the ukuleles that Kanilea uh, makes for me. But um, does it work for for everything? Not really. Like uh, a bunch of you might think that like oh it's it's like super tight, like the tension is mm -hmm. super high. That's how I like them, you know. Yeah, and the so, volume is the not, volume, not that yeah, much it's not that right? long not... It, or not that loud. But the sustain yeah. is really good, you know. So they're mm -hmm. like ah. You know, like, why did I get your expensive strings when my Oculus strings sound louder? You know, yeah. like, well, then that's that's kind of what they're made for. You know, Oculus strings are made for for volume. Mines are made for uh, sustain and clarity and tension. You yeah. know, so that's which is yeah. the things that I look for in strings. So if that's what you're looking for, that's what you get. If you want, if you want brightness, you get this string. If you want, you know, like volume. If you want dark, there's. If you want like a lower tension, there's all different kinds of strings. For all different kinds of players, yeah. <laughs> all right, I mean, ukuleles, yeah, ukuleles, yeah. Yeah, and even like I know that people want to watch like a video too, or they watch like uh, string review videos mm -hmm. where they're like, "Oh, get these strings or do these things mm -hmm. too," and it's just like, or even our videos, people are like, "Oh, your your string and your ukulele sounds so good. What is it? Or like, how can I get it?" And yeah. we respond like with what they are, but. Yeah. It's like your environment might be different from ours. Yes. So yes. we can't say that it's going to be like when you get it, it's like, oh, it sounds different than, you know, and we have mics and yeah. we, we have, yeah. we're plugged in and stuff. So it's it's a little bit different. Yeah, I have uh, I have like Aquilas on, on, on ukulele. I have them on my uh, my one piece ukulele. Like I have an ukulele. Mm, shout out to, uh, a to Kias. It's a soprano uh, Nue Nue. Which is a special one piece of this. So for all of you folks who just jumped on that one piece bandwagon, thanks to Netflix, I own a one piece 
themed ukulele. It comes with like a like with a soft case that has a, a limited logo. edition. It's a limited edition. It has Luffy straw a straw hat Luffy um, engraved on the uh, on the front of the ukulele. It has like the uh, the, the the straw hat um, Jolly Roger in, in one piece on the on the headstock. Pretty awesome. I'll bring it in one of these days. Cool, cool. You, I like that uke a lot, and it came with um, you know, with with Oculus, and I think I restrung them with Oculus, like the nail guts, yeah. because it just it just sounds good with it. I'm not like performing with it or anything. I'm not since it's mm-hmm. a soprano. I'm not like doing any kind of crazy like instrumentals. I just play it for fun. I like it for its you know, yeah. and uh, I I brought it uh, a few weeks ago. We did um. With it, a second Saturday night market to promote the uh, the AG Ukulele Academy, and I was doing um, private lessons, not private lessons, but I was doing one on one lessons um, for free. You know, for for anybody who who would uh, stop by our booth, just kind of like a beginner, here's your first few chords kind of lesson. And for that, I used the one piece ukulele because it was loud, you know, to cut through, and uh, it was it was perfect for that. So that's why every situation calls for you know a certain ukulele, and that one piece uke very loud, very bright. You know, it's a it's an Anue Anue. I was uh, I was playing that with Nalguts, just so that I have a you know have an ukulele. It's a soprano, so I don't I I don't want to get those questions as like well you know like does yours um that you play certain things because your ukulele is bigger or whatever. I want the same size as as you know what I'm teaching uh what I'm teaching with to the person um playing the ukulele that they're playing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we go on more? Should we should we edit here, Kai? Well, what what what, uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, we we actually have two questions. Sure. One, it's kind of I'm not sure what the person is asking, but another one, I feel like we could leave it as our cliffhanger question for next okay. week. Too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so how about we try answering this question first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this person said, playing in uke with a low G string. How do I play an open high G string? Open high G string. Because, <laughs> okay, yeah, like the top string open is either low or high G. Okay, so um, let's omit the word open. It just say playing an ukulele with low G string, how do I play uh, a high G string? Yeah. Uh, it's it's simply you just change the string out. It's That's all it is. Some In some rare well, cases. like Well, that, I don't know. Is it just asking, like, do I have to do anything different? With, with my when playing, playing a, yeah, oh I, yeah. Um, is, I, is that what they're asking? I don't know. Do I, that's do why I play I, it differently. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Um, so let's let's get that that one out of the yeah. way first. Okay, let's. If you have a low G ukulele and you want to play a high G ukulele, you have to change out the string. <laughs> that's why they're called that. A low G ukulele is an ukulele with a low G string. Yeah. We have one right yeah. over there. Oh, just yeah. to you get, you get it out. So yeah. And the reason why you're clarifying this is because some people think that it's yeah. the same string and they just tune it up higher, right? So this is a high G. This is a low G. Notice they sound the same, except one is low and one is high. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> only one of the strings yeah. are, is different. It's different. The rest um, of the strings sound the same, right? Which is the different one, then. The rest sound, sound the same, okay? So the difference is the, uh, is the string. The low G string is going to be a thicker string with a, different, uh, with a different tension, therefore giving you the same note, but an octave lower, all right? 
uh, a high G string is uh, is also a different um, you know is a different thickness. It's it's thinner than the low G. Uh, has a different tension that you can tune up to a high G. Okay, so this is the G that that you can find on the E string third fret. That's that's that uh, range of that high G. The low G is lower than, than your C string. It's the G that's lower than your C string. So C, B, A, G. So it's like uh, two and a half steps lower than your C string. Okay, with that out of the way, do you play at different um, chords and stuff and strum? Um, not really, you know, like keep in mind that when you're playing low G, when you do a down strum, it's going from low to high. When you go, when you do an up strum, it's going from high to low, just based on, you know, the... Uh... So, if you're playing low G, if you're doing a down strum, it's going low then high. If you do an up strum, it goes high to low. That's that's it, really, okay? And um, and the low G gives you access to the lower notes. So if you're playing a G, you keep the same, uh, you know, the same chord uh, shape, shape on, on the left side, okay? But you do get one lower note because of that low G, okay? Um, you do pretty much do everything the same, but you now have access to two and a half steps lower on a uh, on a low G. So if you're to play something like um, like Breezin, you can play it in the key of D. Okay, which is not something that I can do in a high G. You can, but those first two notes are not gonna be low enough, okay? That's why when, when I play um, when I play Breezin, I play it up here in the key of C instead, so everything's open, okay? Um, with the high G, when you strum down, when you strum up, it's always going to be high note first. That's, that's the beauty of it. So you can do all these like intricate strummings and, uh, and it works well for that. Because uh, because of the down strum up strum both with like a relatively higher you know, higher note okay um, the uh, the high G string you can also do like um, like banjoy techniques to it because of that reentry string it is reminiscent of uh, things like banjo so you can do bluegrass stuff you can do banjo things um, what else yeah diff different voicings you can also do campanellas nice and uh, nice and easy with the high G because the notes are closer together and in campanella you kind of want it to be you know like relatively closer together to get those uh, those campanella tones that you can't do with the low G is just easier with the high G so that is the low G and high G and what you would do in low G and high G we also talk about this in length at some other episode right yeah I kind of feel like when you change, if you change and you try it out, you're pretty quickly yeah. you're gonna figure out like what was the things that like, you could do with yeah. low G and what. As soon as you play both, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. and that, it, it'll make sense. It just you know, so if you want to play low G, change out the like the uh, the the top string to to a like low G. You can find low G strings if you know just no, find I them. No, I think on they start they they play a low G currently mm. and they're playing How do you play a high G? They want to swap it out. So if you play a low G, you want to play a high G, you have to swap that string out. Yeah. You can't or get be, another ukulele. Or get another string ukulele that. string that with a high G. Yeah. yeah. So it's just not the same. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, um how do I make this coke taste like Pepsi? <laughs> 
You know, they both quench your thirst. They both thirst. <laughs> both quench you your thirst. You drink it pretty you drink much it. the same. Yeah, same it's way. exactly the same. It's just a different taste flavor. Different. You know, different yeah. flavor. Yeah. Same, same thing. You know, Coke, Pepsi. Yeah, low G. Yeah, they're both ukuleles. I mean, they're both drinks. You know, for the most yeah. part, like all of your basic chords are going to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You're going to hold yeah. it exactly the same. It's not going to change. Right. Even like some chords might be even easier because like you can get away with instead of playing uh, full minor chords, mm-hmm. you can just play the minor seventh chords. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to hold that low G. No, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, that about does it. So let's uh, let's have our uh, cliffhanger cliffhanger question. Uh, so Nohea said, getting bored with strumming, any suggestion for arpeggios to use and how to practice them? Ooh, how to practice arpeggios and what kind of arpeggios? <laughs> and also bored with strumming? Bored with strumming? <laughs> Never. Hmm. I mean, what kind of yeah. strumming are you doing, you know? Yeah. I, it might be dependent on your strumming. This would help more if you send us a video of you strumming so we can have an understanding of why you're bored with it because it might be the way you're strumming. <laughs> yeah. well, but we'll, we'll answer the question either way. Yeah, yeah either way, we'll answer it. But it would be better if you did. Yeah, just kind of email a video of you playing. Like, oh, this is all I can do. And it's probably, if the words strumming pattern <laughs> is, is at all in your vocabulary uh, or, or in the way that you play, it's a big hint of, like, of why it's getting bored. Yeah. Okay? So, uh, with that said, uh, Kahai. I want people to check out ukuleleunderground.com. Ukuleleunderground.com is where they can learn how to play the ukulele, learn how to play some songs on the ukulele, learn some techniques on the ukulele. Boom. There it is. Ukuleleunderground.com. We have lessons, we have songs, and all that jazz. There's a big community over at forum.ukuleleunderground.com. Join our forum. Talk ukulele. If you're like, you know, like I want to talk about ukulele and not be on Facebook or not be on Reddit or whatever. I want it. Just a dedicated website where I talk about ukulele, right? Without being bombarded by, you know, like, oh, here's this video on how to make this dish or what? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Whatever, whatever you guys <laughs> see on Facebook, you know, that's what I, that's kind of stuff I see. <laughs> so, uh, check out forum.ukulelontheground.com. Uh, ukulelontheground.com has long uh, songs, has lessons, has all that good stuff, has tutorials. Um, but if you want even more, if you're craving that that good stuff, the the cream of the crop, the stuff that rises to the top, you know what I mean? Just just that the orgeets. Of the uh, of of ukulele instructions and ukulele on the ground. That's when you sign up for UU Plus. You sign up for UU Plus, you get the cream and the crop lessons. That's premium stuff. That's a caviar of ukulele lessons. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 caviar. This <laughs> is so the caviar of ukulele lessons. Um, so. You know, you if you sign up for UU Plus, we have our premium lessons there. What is a premium lesson? Well, you know, we uh, we have we show you how to do solos and uh, solo secret revealed. Uh, we show you how to master your fretboard in mastering your fretboard. You want to learn how to have efficient practicing. You want to learn how to practice with a purpose of getting uh, faster. Maybe your dexterity. Maybe your you know your your scales and stuff like that. Maybe your speed. UU Plus. You know, all that stuff over. And you, if you want me to, uh, to, to be on a Zoom call with you and, and a bunch of other people teaching you, uh, you know, teaching you certain things, answering your question directly, helping you out with form uh, in a direct way uh, through our UU Plus live coaching, UU Plus, cream of the crop. That's that. It's like good, good stuff, right, Kahai? Yep. 
Yeah. The caviar of ukulele lessons. You're like, mm, nom, 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 nom. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, like, you know, the last person said, oh, I'm getting bored with strumming. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we can, we can, we help get you it. With that. We got it. I, I think I know what you're, you know, if down, down, up, up, down, up is, you know, is, uh, is something you go to a lot or if all the time. Or if you're like, I, I know how to play these songs. They're mm-hmm. so easy. It's like, yeah. okay, we got you. We got you. Yeah. We, we know so, how to make it we interesting. Got we got you. We yeah. got you. We got you. Cause I've, I've been strumming since, I don't know, fourth grade. And I'm still not bored of strumming. There's like so much different ways to strum. Uh, I went to the UK and I'm like, wow, I, yeah. that's a very interesting way to strum. I would love to do that. You know, and I met um, people from Brazil. They're like, wow, that's an interesting way to strum. And then there's these TikTok videos of these kids doing these percussive strumming. I'm like, that's a very interesting way to strum. So almost impossible to get bored with strumming unless you're only strumming one way. Mm-hmm. And we'll answer that in our next podcast. We'll see you guys soon. Uh, Friday, we have a little Friday Live Jam. And also Thursday, we have, a, um, we have open an mic. open mic over at Ukulele Underground. So you don't have to be an Ukulele Underground member or Ukulele Underground Plus member. You can just go to ukuleleunderground.com on Thursday, 2.30 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And uh, you'll see a link there, um, I, I believe in the banner, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see a link in the banner. Click on that link. That leads you to the Zoom room, which uh, is where we hold our Ukulele Underground open mic. Okay, Ukulele Underground open mic. Oh, also, it, um, UU Plus. Ba- basically, the best ways to support us. If you like what we do, if you if you like the podcast, the the play alongs, the you know the instructions and, and the and the uh, the Aloha Friday Night Jams and stuff, support us by signing up for UU Plus. Okay, that's that's the best way to uh, to keep the lights on, so we don't got to use rubber bands and stuff. So please, you know, still got to use <laughs> please, it, but please. Uh, but you can also check out shop.ukulelunderground.com. Shop dot ukulele on the ground so there's forum dot ukulele on the ground dot com there's also shop dot ukulele on the ground dot com get some stuff and uh, some great stuff for your ukulele clean your ukulele with our uh, with our cleaning products um you know sip sip on your favorite uh you know your your, no. your favorite drink with a mug that is sold out yes. sorry <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> hey so see what i did there or but- uh Enjoy CDs. Enjoy yeah, CDs yeah. We have, and DVDs. we have CDs. What else do we have there, Kai? Tell, tell me, what we got on the uh, shop our selection of courses. We have selection of courses. We have selections of ukuleles. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, I really want to learn this ukulele thing. Where do I buy ukuleles? One stop shop, baby. U- ukulele underground shop. Ukuleleunderground.com. We have a selection of uh, of Kanileo ukuleles, which is the premium. That's for talking caviar and the cream and the crop ukuleles. Kanileo ukuleles makes the best ukuleles in the world check them out we have some of the best selections from the best of the be- so the best of the best check it out you shop mm-hmm. yeah well it's hand selected uh ukuleles there you guys can check out you guys can uh, get them. but if you're like well i'm not ready to make that kind of commitment islander ukuleles get that best sound with uh with the best price yeah yeah we'll see I, you folks huh? oh before we go uh jim also pointed out that you don't have to play to attend the, the open mic no that's very you can true. just watch yeah, yeah. You, you don't you don't gotta but we would love to hear you play you know we'd love to mm-hmm. uh to to have you share your your talent share a song or two with us um but if you want to just kind of hang out you can just yes. come and hang out that'd be great and watch great music yeah yeah, yeah 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 all right we'll see you guys then aloha we'll see you next time bye take care <laughs>